Hey, hey, everyone. It's your boy SJ Beat here with Miss Proper coming at you correct as always. As always, from the comfort of our own homes, bringing to you the <laughs> live, the greatest, the bestest, the uh, illest, and the realest. <laughs> Had to add that in there. To say tea, but you know we don't be serving much tea on purpose. You know we just tend it just tends to spill over at times. But hey, it, it is what it is, right? It is what it is. Oh my God, it's proper. So I mean, we've been gone what a week. A week, a whole week. Oh my gosh, I have missed. I have missed y'all like so much. Okay, so, it's you crazy to even think. You, you oh, I know. I know. Oh my gosh. So I. Guys, I went to the Bahamas. It was real cool. Got some sun, some beach weather. It was just fun in the sun. Yep, it was for a whole week. I went on the cruise, you know, travel the cheap way. I'm going to say that because all your food is included. Your room and everything is included. I got nonstop activities for you to do. So, yes, I had a good time. Where's the cruise? Oh, well, it was in the Bahamas, but uh, at like two different parts of it. That's not important. The point is that I was on that island and I was not in the States. Okay, so that's all that, <laughs> that's okay, all that matters. Okay. Yes, yes. Gone for a whole week, but now I'm back. Reality has set in. I just went to work today. I'm sure like y'all are probably at work right now, about to go to work, working out, whatever the case is. You may not be sleeping in bed or if you are, shout out to you for sleeping in bed because that's shout where I want to be. Shout out to you. That's where I want to be too. Come on, somebody. Exactly. Or if you were right, or if you're retired, that's my dream job. Retirement side note. <laughs> girl, I'm not about to play with you. Not your dream job. But you know what? That must have been very relaxing, girl. I, I will say that I miss you. I miss you so much. I, I think me and the odd ones can say the same. Yes, odd ones. Oh my gosh. And I even the crazy part about it is I was talking to my husband and I was saying how I felt like the odd one out in a certain circumstance. I was and he was like, Man, that's a funny choice of words. I was like, I know. Okay. But I wasn't even thinking about it. I just said it. Just when you odd, you odd. You just know and that's your choice of words. But moving on. SJB. Yes, God. Okay, so you know what? Uh, it's been a lot of you know speculation on what the new topic will be about. You know, it, you know, everybody always want to know what the hottest topic is. Everyone going to bring you. And this week, I happen to have come across this article. I always come about come around the most interesting articles on Facebook or on social media or Instagram. And this one, it, it just spoke out to me. It spoke to my spirit. I said, okay, maybe I don't know. I'm gonna table it. But then you know what? Let me tell you how God works. Uh, Miss Proper's godmother commented on the post, and she's like, mm, "That probably should be something y'all talk about. You know, that that could that could do something to somebody's spirit." And mm-hmm. I said, "Ooh, she's right. She's right." So you know, here we are today. And the article was saying sometimes the love of your life comes after the biggest mistake of your life. Mm. One more time for the people in the back, please. <laughs> Sometimes the, the love of your life comes after the mistake. Oh, it's only Wednesday, okay? Give up time. It's only Wednesday. And we're going to go super 
in depth or just more broad with that topic because the love of your your life it doesn't necessarily have to be a person it could be a job it could be a car it could be a friend it could be the love of your life could be so many different things it could even be your kid for all we know you know it just there's a lot of different things that we wish we had or we're like we even reminiscing man why I wonder what my life would be like if I didn't go through this or if I didn't have this happen to me but if that thing did happen or if it didn't happen, you wouldn't be where you are in this moment in time. So, yes. Wow. I couldn't have said it better myself. You better. <laughs> you That's because we're on the same wave. We are always on the same wave. But, yes. in the same wave, same ocean, same body of water. We are there together with our boogie boards and doing the damn thing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Doing the damn thing. <laughs> so, I mean... So, yeah, oh, she was about to ask me, and I'm about to ask you. Okay, that's fine. I know. I was about to get, you know what? Hey, we can't flip because we ain't in the same point in the same place. So, <laughs> like, let's flip a coin. I'm a lie and be like, it's our heads. It's our heads. Okay, well, you was but, on vacation, so you got <laughs> oh. <laughs> Man, okay, so I feel like I have two situations where I guess where it says, like, the love of your life and things of that nature. I feel like I had that person that was it comes in the form of a person okay. and then the next one comes in a form of i guess career and okay, i know let's a lot start, of people, let's start with because i feel like mine is going to be like that order too so let's do career let's get oh, let's cool, leave okay. the juice for later let's do the career ooh, ooh, ooh. okay so my dream job absolute dream job aside from retirement because that's Always number one. <laughs> <laughs> number two dream job. You know how you have all these plans in your life. You're like, I'm going to graduate from high school, maybe go to college, maybe not go to college, yeah. go and do this job, maybe not do this job. So in high school, I always thought that I was going to be in the military. Always. That was just like my go-to. I even picked my colleges based on like who had um, this the ROTC program I wanted to go into. Mm-hmm. Of course, it had to be a good distance from home because – I'm sorry, family got to be. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> just a good distance. Enough right. they might question driving up to you, but that's okay. Keep your distance, just enough distance, so where they wouldn't want to really drive every other weekend to see. Right, they got a question. They're like, mm, "Was it more?" <laughs> okay, anyways, we're digressing. But anyways, so yes, I always wanted to be in the military, so I focus, I plan my entire life around that, and I tried to get into the military two different times. Mm. So I know, right? So once in college and then once after college. And I was so set on it. And mm. it, it didn't, unfortunately, I mean, not unfortunately, fortunately and unfortunately, it didn't happen for me. Mm. And, I, and you know how you always have a plan. You know, you got a plan A to Z. But that was literally my last plan. My Gee. absolute last Right. It was my absolute last plan. And I, when I did right there. Right. It's crazy. So when I didn't get in this, the last time that I tried, I just, I was, inc- I went into this, this sunken place. Let's just say that I was in bed for three days. I was like, where do I go from here? Like, I just felt, I've never felt so lost, you know? And I was just wondering like, how, what do I do? How do I pick myself up? As they say, by your bootstraps and keep it going and keep moving. 
And the whole reason why a lot of people, some people I know, they join the military. Some of them, you know, they want to serve their country and stuff. Kudos to you. Thank you for doing that out of, you know, the kindness of your heart. But no, I wasn't thinking about my country or other people. I was thinking about my loans. I was thinking about that health care that they be getting. I'm thinking about the discount. I think about all the other things that the military can offer. And that is what I wanted when I joined. The fact that you get to travel around and base housing. Oh, yeah. I know. I was just thinking yeah, about all <laughs> right, you. I know you know over here, but yes, <laughs> like that's all the things that I wanted to get out of the military, and I mean, it just wasn't in the plans for me to join. But what ended up happening is like now I work for a radio station, and like we're locally where I'm. I'm not on air or anything like that, but mm-hmm. I'm. It's setting me up for where I want to be, and then I'm able to do this podcast with my favoritist favoritist is not even a word but you get the point we get the point right my best cousin and if i not said that i couldn't do that if i went to the military but we all know the military has so many other restrictions and then every time you turn around people are talking about going to war with something and truthfully i wanted to be put on desk duty i did not want to go come on hr (laughs) (laughs) i didn't want to go and fight nowhere i just wanted the most boring basic job that kept me out of harm's way and that's not always the case with the military and you really have and you really have no control or structure of your own life because the government you're the government's property and i may be wrong when i say that but in the crazy part about it when i was in college my rotc instructor he even said it that i wasn't i guess that i wasn't cut out for the military and long story short right so i was like first of all i'm going to prove you wrong because who are you to tell me what i'm meant for you don't know me like you just got here so that's what my idea is but i mean in all in in reality, I guess that was right because I don't like people telling me what to do. I like switching out my hair, switching out my styles. I don't like wearing yeah. the same thing as everybody else. I'm an odd one. Odd ones, I'm sure there are some of you in the military, but majority of us can't blend into the military. It's just yeah. hard. Yeah. So, so that's so, so crazy how that happened, that well, what you consider to be a mistake by you not having a backup plan, uh, you know, outside of the military. And you yeah. focused on that one idea where you wanted to be you know and then look yeah. how god works that that mistake flipped up and turned into a, a blessing mm-hmm. and then, <laughs> right and what you want to do and happy i'm sure exactly and the crazy part is just that was just that what i was stuck on like i had so many different things that i wanted to do but that yeah. was like goal it's like when you have a plan and you know exactly how it's going to go and you mm-hmm. like for example i was going to high school i was going to go to college i was going to join the military get my student loans paid off get out in about a few years and then go travel around and do this that and the other and that wasn't the case you know if i were if i would have gone joined the military i probably would not have married my husband and i we probably, wow. we probably Come right, on, it's, way. You, girl. yeah it's just a, it's just Come a on. lot of different a lot of different things that could have happened that would not have happened like we just got our house and we got our lovely pets that we love you know they're just every time you if something doesn't work out the way that you plan you plan on it working mm-hmm. i mean just it's hard it's it's easy to say keep going yeah. but it's not it's not the end you know it just wasn't meant for you in that moment in time does it yeah. mean that you may never get it maybe you will get it later on in life but even if you don't get it you're going to get something much better that is meant for you wow i know it's crazy i mean but what about you because you whew, you're always doing something i didn't even think that deep into like that i had to sit back and process what you said like that was so <laughs> wow Child. It's it's cr- like mistakes be throwing you into a blast. 
it, seriously, I'm trying to tell you, like, I was at my absolute lowest because I'm always the one that I'm always having a plan for my plan for my yeah, plan. Exactly. The fact that I didn't have anything and I just felt so like lost. It's like, mm-hmm. what, how do I, where do I go from here? And having to reroute and figure out different things because obviously I wasn't going to retire right then and there. Dream job. Of course. But it's like, what do I, what do I do? So I had to just redirect. Yeah. I mean, wow. it was a process, but. I definitely understand that was the lowest part of my life. If I could think of anything, that was the lowest. Wow, that's just, there's just so many factors that come into that. Like, like mm-hmm. just staying where you are now and then mm-hmm. where you thought you needed to be and where you really right. set up and how, how it all worked out in the end. That's, child, Lord, I almost don't want to put mine out there. <laughs> <laughs> but no, go ahead. I mean, we, we want to mine listen. is just very, I think mine is very shocking. I think um, when a lot of people hear this, they'll be like, what? Excuse me, huh? Um, I grew up in a very, um, let's see, sheltered child for the most part. And um, I was in, I was about that military life. I mean, I wasn't in the military, but I was in it by default because my mom was in it. And, you know, you know, that's how she ran the household. So I always was kind of taught structure. I was kind of shown what structure is to be. So I always thought that in order for me to be, quote unquote, successful, however you define successful, um, I need to do a certain thing. I need to do this. So in my mind, in order for me to be successful, I needed an education. Mm-hmm. And when it really comes down to it, I really don't, I'm not really a person that likes <clears throat> school. I mean, I can excel in school, but I don't like school per se. And I don't think anybody would like school like that, but I'm not a person that really wanted to keep going. Like, yeah, I got through high school and I'm like, <clears throat> okay, well, I guess if I want to be successful, I need to go to one of these PWIs. Completely negating the fact that HBCUs were a thing. And I think... Break down the acronym for people who don't know. uh, um, Historically Black College or University. HBCU. Yes. So... PWI. And a PWI is a a predominantly white institution. (laughs) I'm just saying, because some people don't know. Some people don't know. So that's... Go on. Continue. No, I get that. So I always thought that that, you know, PWI was the way to go. Like, that was, I guess, in that that kind of ties into my biggest mistake because I was so caught up on being different. I was like, Ooh, I don't want to go where a lot. It's going to be a whole bunch of black people. Like, and I already seen how that go and how they treat people who are different. Mm, I'm good. If I go to a PWI, I probably a fit in because I'm, you know, I'm kind of like an Oreo. I'm kind of well-spoken. I like, you know, I like this and that type of music, you know, I could fit in because that's what I've done all my life being a military brand. I have, I have had to adapt to cultures other than my own. So I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know, a PWI is the way, PWI is the way. And that's the mistake that I had. And you know what? God wanted wanted that to be a mistake in my life because you know what he did? Every PWI that I applied to be in, you know, like the Ivy League ones, New York University or or um, Columbia or, you know, just stretch like stretches. And guess what? I didn't get to neither one of them schools. <laughs> I didn't get because I was just like, I was like, what? huh you know like that's what i'm supposed to be doing but you know what let me let you know how it works it out he sent me to good old great old morehouse college in atlanta Mm -hmm. and i thought that (laughs) 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 i thought that that was a mistake within itself because i said i didn't have any other like you didn't have any backups besides you want to be in you know the military i didn't have any backups really like i was like ooh, you know i don't have no other schools i didn't get any of these pwis but then morehouse's application was still open at the time and i was just like Okay, 
all right, let's try, let's do this. You know, they say HBCUs are the best, you know, colleges, whatever, the best black experience, whatever. Let's do it, let's do it. And I did it, I got in. And because I, I guess, made the mistake of thinking that the PWI was the only way to go, mm-hmm. um, I ended up somewhere better. You know, they yeah. call it Morehouse, the Black Harvard. <laughs> Hello, Ivy League. For me, you know what I'm saying? The Ivy League of black schools, you know what I'm saying? So okay. I think, and... Because Morehouse is the way it is, I think I discovered a lot of myself and, mm-hmm. I, and I discovered a lot of my clan and it made me, I don't think I would have, I don't think I would be the person I am today as far as being awesome. unapologetic and things such as that if I wasn't placed in that environment. Because, you know, at Morehouse, you, you got to have to fight for your stance, you know what I mean? Because, you know, everybody's so the same, so uniform, you know, suit tie, you know, jacket, nice haircut, in the, a business major, you know, looking for an internship somewhere at Moody's in New York. You know, like everybody's going on that businessman path. And I'm just the most different of the different. I want to be a, I want to be a writer. I want to be a director. I want to do this. I'm going to do that. And Morehouse didn't really provide that many opportunities to do that. So you kind of had to maneuver and create your own thing. So not only was I maneuvering as this oddball, but I had to maneuver as like, I had to maneuver through Morehouse as just me being myself and the major being so different because the, the film major was very different, very new program. Nobody was really in it like that. You know, only a, a couple of classes before me had graduated with the actual degree, you know? So, when it comes down to it, <laughs> my biggest mistake was thinking that the P, a PWI was the only way to go, when indeed the HBCU all the way, the Black experience yes. was the way to go. I am an advocate for it. You know what? The financial aid offices may be a little delayed and take all day and play with your, your money, but you know what? When you get your degree, it's all worth it. <laughs> you get your degree, it's all worth it. You can't return it, so... <laughs> You sure can't? Girl, if I could return, girl, you know how much? Girl, I think we would all be at right there. First of all. Can I return this degree? Or can I just make payments? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> a little like refund, a little bit. But, you know, I'm good. I keep my little Morehouse degree. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I'm just piggybacking on what you said about yes. the HBC thing. Yes. I, I think that's absolutely amazing. Because I started out at an HBCU. But then, like you, like how you were thinking, like, I PWI is where I need to be if I want to get anywhere, if I want to get the opportunity. Right. Yeah. Because I felt like I wasn't getting those opportunities at my school. We're segueing uh-huh. into uh-huh. something a little different, but we're still on track, people. Right. We're still on track. Uh-huh. But, yeah, that's what I thought that same thing. But there's nothing like an HBCU experience. Like you said, it helped you understand yourself. It helped you be more comfortable in your skin. And yeah. just form it into who you are so uh i am pro hbcu and it's just a problem that i even thought that it like that i even thought that only way i could be successful is to go to a pwi like i think that's the biggest goddamn mistake i ever made in my life if i went to a pwi i don't think i would be who i am today and that's why i say hallelujah thank you jesus because i'm just i i am all that i want to be and i continue to grow and learn and be who i need to be for the exactly rest of the so thank you mistakes and hbcus Come on. <laughs> Come on with somebody. So I definitely made a whole lot of damn mistakes at my HBCU. I sure did. But you Oof, know what? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> That's I'm all. Go ahead and ship that over to you before I get too deep, Jesus. I know. I know. So, <laughs> so the second thing, I mean, if you listen to the other episodes, we talked about relationships and stuff like that. Uh-oh. So Uh-oh. I know we're not, we're not going to get all up in there like how we were before, but this just goes back into, um, that love that you thought that you were meant to be with and you didn't 
You gotta you gotta say the quote again for me because I'm <laughs> girl, you about to get me acting up. <laughs> okay, so sometimes the love of your life comes after the mistake of your life. Yes, exactly. The love Keep of your life with you, write it down, take a picture, remember that. Yeah, it's it's very true. Cause I mean that's I mean I gotta keep saying that I'm married and stuff. I feel like I need to stop saying it because people gonna be like, "She married, she married." You are a ghost girlfriend. You are a ghost. <laughs> you're, so, you're, you're, so, you're so dumb. Anyways, but yes. So <laughs> no, but in a good way. In a good way. Uh-huh. In a good way. Anyways, but yes, if you listen to the previous episodes, I talked about somebody that I thought that I was going to end up with, but I didn't end up with them. And it's a great thing that I didn't because I ended up getting exactly what I wanted in the partner that I have right now. So question, wait, question. So you consider that guy before, you know, your marriage now, of course, the biggest mistake as far as like the biggest, biggest relationship mistake? I wouldn't, uh, I know, now that you read the question back, I would say it was a mistake putting all, I don't know, I guess it really wasn't though, because because of that person, I was able to put myself out there, like that was the first person where I was like, you know, I like you, what's going to happen from here, mm-hmm. and I did that more than once, Yeah, and that set me up and prepared me for the person that I'm with now, yes. because it, it set me up for like rejection and being okay with it and being able to accept it. So it's like, it's like a mistake, but kind of a good one, I guess. Yes. 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 I hope so. so, yeah, <laughs> yes, so. Yeah, no, no, no. It's, I'm trying to figure out how to word it without it sounding like awful. Or word it how you will. We got, I got your back. Word it how you will. Thank you. Thank you. You always got me. Thank you. Always. But, but no, the person that I thought that I was going to end up with, that I'm glad that I didn't end up with that person because yeah. now I would have missed out completely on the person that I'm with now. Because that person, like like I said before in another another episode, they were in a relationship and still trying and just still uh, leading other people on outside of that relationship. Mm, it's like, greedy. Like, exactly right. And my partner, like he only has eyes for me. I Come on, I <laughs> seriously. Mm. And and that's what I want in somebody. I mean, sure, there's beautiful, there's beauty all over the world. So you can't just turn a blind eye to it. But he recognizes that there are beautiful people. But that he's like, you're the most beautiful out of them all. So that's what matters. Yeah. That's what I think. It, I'm glad that that person told me that they didn't want, that they didn't like me in that way because they missed the mistake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I'm glad that happened. And then I'm glad that I was able to take a step back and be like, all right cool you told me now let me try to move on the best way i can because yeah. then you end up coming in and filling the shoes yeah i don't know i feel like that's it, not it, it very deep like it's just like because if you would have never made that conscious choice to mm-hmm. deal with that other person mm-hmm. then or a conscious choice which led ultimately led to him being a mistake clearly because he had he was playing nothing but games mm-hmm. if you wouldn't i wonder if you would have known all that you know now about relationships and, and, and if that prepared you to be in what you are in today as far as a successful marriage like it's just, it's so deep to me i'm so curious about that because you know i'm i i'm very much still single you know i mean of course i had a, a terrible relationship you know, it's nothing wrong with being single. It's not. Praise God. I still pray the same. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I just think, I don't know, I just think it's very interesting just coming from like a single perspective of just like making mistakes in your life with certain people or whoever you choose to be with, whether it's male, female, someone eventually with us trans, someone who's not identifying, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. But with me, 
I am going to call it a mistake with my past relationship. I think I don't think it's nothing against him. It's nothing against myself. I think it's a, a, a personal mistake that I made because I was so pressed. If you're from the DMV area, it means a different. It means a whole different thing in the South than it does in the North. Pressed up north means you know you overly excited for something. You know you you just can't you know just can't hold it in. Pressed in the South means you got a pressed attitude spirit on Ooh, you okay. something. Okay, the knowledge. Okay, okay. It's north and South terminology. I'm giving y'all a class one on one. And so I was I was I was up north pressed uh, mm-hmm. to be in a relationship with a man because I always felt that I wasn't enough not not like I had self-esteem issues it was so much that because I was feminine and it seems like everybody wanted a masculine so I was like damn I gotta take my pick because you know only a slim a slim group of them like you know feminine men especially my type of feminine you make it sound like you in one of those little machines where like that's what it feel, that's what it feel like like it's it feel like like you can because like in this like society or this new day and age generation or especially like queer folk they are all like achieving this macho masculine man and then you have these i guess these different other masculine masculine macho men who are looking for someone who's very feminine to help balance them out you know and it because the 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 bigger ratio with the majority is looking for somebody who's masculine and then the minority is looking for someone who's feminine so i only got a small pool of minority of people mm-hmm. looking for people that are like me so i feel like once somebody present themselves to me and say they like everything about me and don't want to change me or make me into something i'm not then i feel like i got to jump on them i got to do everything it takes to to keep them because i may not get another chance to get somebody who's accepting of the life I live and, and how I am as a person. And that's the mis- like the mistake that I made was thinking that mm-hmm. I would not ever find someone that likes me for me. And, and the mistake that I continuously make is just like, right. I keep thinking that I'll never find that person. So when I do get that I guess entertainment from somebody that's interested in my kind, as I say. Um, I I I go all in for some reason. I'm not gonna say I date them, but I mm-hmm. give them parts of myself that I probably shouldn't, or I probably should have sat down and and thought about, you know. But well, my last relationship, I rushed into it. I think I rushed myself into it emotionally, mentally, physically, and I think I kind of rushed him into it because I think we were both excited to be into some into something new. And then when the shit hit the fan, I can't say that I was mm-hmm. too surprised because I came into it thinking that somebody was going to help up. But I can't, you know what I mean? So it's just like, that that's the mistake that I made, yeah. just kind of rushing into something that I wasn't mentally prepared for. Now I'm at a point in my life, I'm still single, but I don't make that same mistake of thinking that nobody else will want me but that person that I had before. Or there's only a small group of people that are going to want me because I am the way that I am. Mm-hmm. If somebody wants you, they're going to want you for who you are. They're not, you know, some people are out here fetishizing, fetishizing people. But in my case, you know, if they're going to want you, they're going to want you. No matter if you're doing this, doing that, you're black, blue, purple, yellow, green, all the colors of the rainbow. 
whatever. You know, so that's the mistake that I, it took me years to learn that that was a mistake. I thought that that was just, you know, oh, everybody, everybody feel like, well, you know, da, 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 you know, you got to take them how you pick them. If they, if they entertain you, better go for it. Cause then you may not get another one. You know, you know how, you know how grandma always used to say, um, you better pray for your food. If God may not give you anymore, then I may not get another man that, that will love me for me because it's such a slim, it's such a slim picking of like men that like men or embrace men that are, of my stature or my aesthetic. So, ooh, girl got deeper. I ain't never, I ain't never really had that conversation with anyone or certain people, but it's just like, that's how I feel. Like, that's how I, I feel about certain mm-hmm. things. So I always think that everything I do regarding myself is a little bit of a, a mistake. Like, oh, you, you don't wear this a mistake. You, you mistaking yourself out of getting a man because you wearing this. If maybe you didn't wear that, then you would, you know, it gets it gets very it gets very damn deep and yeah. it's yeah two things one i mean i think that's a really good point that you touched on about like not feeling yes. like you're going to get another one if you mess it up with this one or if you don't do certain things to obtain this one because i mm-hmm. think there are a lot of people that experience that you know there are a lot of people that think oh like you said if i didn't wear the right things yeah or if i don't say the right things if i don't act a certain way i'm not going to get the person i want i mean think about all the people that are in unfortunately abusive relationships, you know, that somebody else may not want them, which is not, yeah, it's just, it's so deep. And it's just, there are a lot of people that are in situations like that. They're in mm-hmm. relationships and they're not quite happy and they're just, they're settling. And one thing, so my second thing is everything that you've learned mm-hmm. in your self-worth and how much more confident you are in the things that you, you've learned from being with that person that may have not been the right one for you. Every person that you date is going to be a lesson for you because it's it's helping mm-hmm. you. And I've told you this before, like it's helping you build and understand what you want in a mate because I mean, right now, I mean, everybody, they always say, like, they know what they want. Like, I want someone that's loyal. I want someone that's funny. I want someone to dress this way and that way. And half of the time, so not even half of the time, I'm going to say mm-hmm. a small amount of the time, you might get that exact thing. But it's not what you actually want because that person's always going to be missing that small little detail that you aren't aware of because you haven't experienced it. You haven't obtained it yet. So the point is, is that I'm making is that every person every person you are with is just helping you and is helping you and preparing you for the person that you're going to ultimately be with because right now you may not have them but you just may not be ready for you may not Mm -hmm. be ready for them and they may not be ready for you so they're they're getting Mm -hmm. they're getting seasoned just like you're getting seasoned and if you're with somebody right now and they may you're kind of on the fence you're like oh Maybe I'm with maybe I'm with the right one, or maybe I'm not with the right one. Time will tell. Yeah, I that's had to like say that simple sentence. Time will tell, and it's like if you happen to if things happen to end and go completely left, and then they come back, it's yours. Right in this moment of time, you might be together, but you may not be right for each other right now because you're not where you need to be mentally, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, whatever the case may be. You're not where you need to be because you ever think about it. You know, if you have a friend. And I mean, like your friends right now, but then you meet, mm-hmm. or I'm gonna say, I'm not gonna say right now because you know how you are right now, but 10 years late, 10 years before, 10 years prior, five, five years prior, how you were, you were friends with them then, and then you just, mm-hmm. for some reason, you guys just mm-hmm. kind of fall off, you don't really talk anymore, but meet, and it could be, an, it could be like a chill yeah. fallout, or it could be like a legit one, you know, whatever the case may be, but then you link back up five years, 10 years down the line, you're like, wow like you just you you you're in such a different headspace thinking like if had i known 
then what I know now, our friendship, it probably could have worked. I don't know. I just think, I don't know. It just, I, I guess after going through that whole thing, I mean, a lot of people, they think, oh, man, jobs come and go. But I'm just saying, after having that experience, I just feel like everything has a purpose, a time, a season, whatever the case may be, everything yeah. happens for a reason. And the crazy part is we don't know what our reason, what our purpose is here on this planet we call Earth. Exactly. But it's for it's for something. It's not just for nothing. We're not to breathe and take up space. You know, if that were the case, we would have been gone. And okay. We are turning somewhere. mistakes into so, lessons today. Amen. Say that. I think it was either Kendrick or J. Cole. That's- and I thought that was the realest line ever because we mm-hmm. we get so down on yep. ourselves when we make a mistake and they, we forget that we're human, even if it's like the biggest the biggest, craziest, wildest, insanest. I'm saying all these. I yeah. mean, the same thing. It's one of those mistakes we get so down about ourselves, and we just we don't realize how those mistakes they're helping, they're shaping mm-hmm. us to a better person. I mean, you're not the same person you were yesterday. I know I'm not because I didn't. I'm learned something new that I didn't know yesterday. I'm no, I'm not the same person I was two hours ago because mm-hmm. again, having these conversations with you, I've either changed my perception or helped me understand something more. And the same thing goes for people listening. You know, it's just we are ever evolving and changing. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty of human beings. And we didn't rebirth ourselves in this one segment. Exactly. I know some people want to forget their mistakes, but it's like without you know those mistakes, so you would not be I'd you. Be, you know what? I'd be trying to. I'd be like, ooh. You need those as reminders so you don't make it again. I mean, even if you are that person, because there are some people say, that just like to return I'm their one of those own vomit. And that's and then, a repeat offender, <laughs> making mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> I need to start writing the mistakes that really weigh on me heavily and, and do something a little bit of internal damage on me. I need to put them up on the mirror and just, you know, embrace them things and, and just realize it has brought me to writing today. Because I think a lot, oftentimes I forget the mistake I made and then I end up making the same mistake and then it hurts more than the first mm-hmm. mistake hurt. So, yep. you know, it's like playing with fire. Yeah. I, I would sometimes I. You live and you learn. You know, sometimes I wish I didn't make mistakes, but like you said, at the end of the day, you have to make a mistake in order to grow and to learn and to prosper. Exactly. Without mistakes, there are there's no growth. There is none. But that's the whole that's the overall the the gist of it. Every mistake is a lesson. But yes, mistakes are lessons. Don't be afraid of them. Mm. Don't be ashamed of them. Just learn from them. Uh, Today's topic was about mistakes, making mistakes and turn them into you your blessings and growing from and being the best that you can be out here in life in these streets because the world's already a dangerous place, honey. So, you know, you got to be prepared for it. You got to be prepared for these mistakes. I feel like I need to be prepared. You know what I'm saying? Going into the industry I'm going in. Child, child. I better be I better be friends with mistakes. Mistake, we friends. <laughs> we best friends. We life partners. We married. Yep, and the overall point of it, I mean, we've said it a million and one times, but just because you don't get exactly what you want in yeah. this moment of time doesn't mean you'll never get it. And even if you don't, if you, even if you never get it, because I mean, like I said, the whole thing with the job is not going the way that I want it. I never mm. got it, but I got mm. something else. A ring. So got a we, ring. it may not show itself right now. Oh, I'm talking nah, about nah, my nah. job. You are here talking well, that works now. I mean, the point is, I get you. I get where you're going. But the point is, though, everybody, just on, don't be afraid you of yourself. You know mistakes. what? We, um, you know what time it is, Miss Proper. We got, we got to do our thing with this quote of the day. 
is quote on a day. Where's our okay, song okay. at, we everybody? Where's the song? Nobody gets <laughs> we, we, we I'm tired of uh, right. the and putting them up on this backdrop. I know y'all like that. <laughs> I know y'all like But hey, it is what it is. So the quote of the day today is, um, it's by a man by the name of George Bernard Shaw. Come on, Mr. Shaw. And it states, a life spent making mistakes is not only more honorable, but more useful than a life spent doing nothing. Mm. <laughs> we could have just said that quote and just not even said anything else. He just said everything we just said in one in a few sentences. Oh, it's been another episode with yours truly, Miss Proper and I, and we are just happy and ecstatic that you guys tune in each week to listen to us, and we're so proud of our odd ones bringing us in this. Oh, I shared a, a, a fun fact with Miss Proper today. Our first ever episode of Hot Ones Out is now at two hundred listeners. Somebody out there. Somebody out there listening. What? I don't even got that many real friends. So I know I know it's other people listening. (laughs) (laughs) Please continue to give us feedback. Continue to recommend some topics. We will be uploading episodes next Wednesday. And then who knows? If you recommend your topic, we may be talking about it, you know. um, Some advice questions. Because you know we love giving advice too. Cause you know we gonna have we gonna have a little segment on that one day. Just all y'all advice questions, and we gonna get down dirty, real raw, uncut with it. Okay. Yes. Exactly. Oh my goodness. Tune in next Wednesday for your odd ones out, Ellis and Rillis topics. Oh my. <laughs> I know. I was trying to get odd it. ones out.